Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Rozeal and my guest today is Michael Rivers. He is the owner, CEO of Adopt a Minor Leaguer, which has taken the world or at least the Twitterverse by storm over the last few months, especially during this pandemic. Michael started the Adopt a Minor Leaguer campaign before the pandemic came around, but he has seen a huge, huge increase in the amount of people that are paying attention especially now because we're all stuck at home, but also because the minor leaguers are going through some stuff if you haven't been paying attention. So it was really fun to get to talk to Michael about what he's done and how he's been able to bring these to light and how he's been able to really make sure that people are helping these minor leaguers in any way that they can. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Michael Rivers. Today, special guest, I have Michael Rivers. Great name, man. Uh, adopt, a, adopt a minor leaguer. You started this program. You started this service, whatever the heck you want to call it. And I thought, you know, I saw you on Twitter, as I said, the other day. And I was like, this is really cool. Looked into it a little bit more. You guys got a full-blown website. Uh, you lost a Twitter page already. I don't know how the heck that's how that happened. <laughs> but uh, you're doing something right. So, yeah, man. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, no, no. Keep doing what you're doing. I guess, so this is the For the Love of Sports podcast, and we'll obviously get into Adopt a Minor Leaguer and what it is, but I have to ask this question to everybody, um, is what, uh, why do you love sports so much? God, um, it's basically because I, I, I grew up um, with sports with uh, my dad and my grandpa. We'd go to um, Twins games when I was a kid. Um, uh, my dad was in the military, so um, kind of, I moved around a lot. So kind of the sports was kind of the one thing that I had to kind of, um, you know, always just keep me involved with kind of the home, um, what my, I I guess technically my dad's home in Minnesota. Um, but it was something that it it just kept me going, um, move around from place to place. Uh, and so I just been a huge fan of baseball, um, for the longest time. And, and yeah, so it's just something that, that uh, I feel passionate about and uh, it's, you know, got some strong feelings for I love it, man. I think it's great. You know, baseball is my favorite thing on planet earth. Um, and there's nothing really above it. No one really above it. So don't tell my girlfriend, but I just love it so much. And it's just so fantastic. I'm a Mets fan. So I'm always depressed, always sad, but that's just the way it is. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little bit of that sadness today. Just, just because I feel like bringing other people down. Will the twins ever beat the Yankees in the postseason? ever again, I guess. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good, that's a tough question, but that's a good question. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the pinstripes that scares them. Um, it's, it's, it's it's gotta be something at this point. I think it's what 15 straight games in a row in the playoffs that they've, they've lost. It's just, it's, it's since, uh, I think it was 2006 when, when the twins actually had the Yankees on the ropes with Johan and, and everything. And, and then Nathan blew the second game would have been two, two, nothing lead in a three games uh, in a three to, or out of five game series. And he blew that game. And then from there on, it just was, it just was downhill. And I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It always seems like even like, what was it a couple of years ago with our, uh, the wild card game, 
the, the Twins started off with three runs, jumped on them in the first inning, and then what happens the next second half of the inning? Oh, they tied it up right away. It's just I don't know what it is. Um, I hope <laughs> I hope one day um, that they they will. Um, but they're gonna I, I they're not gonna stop facing them, so they have to do something. One of these days, man. And yeah, I'm sorry for doing that. Um, didn't you know I. I like to bring people down to my level. I guess that makes me a bad person, but hey, I'm always, <laughs> I believe me, I'm rooting for the twins in all of these situations. Hate the Yankees. Oh, yeah, always no, rooting for the twins in these situations. But. That's, that's kind of my thing is that's at this point, I can't, I mean, as, uh, with this minor league baseball thing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of all, all baseball and all teams, but when it comes to my preferences and, and who I like and dislike major league wise, uh, I, I can't hate any guy or any team in my division worse than I hate the Yankees. I just can't. I just, for some reason, like the Indians and the Tigers and the White Sox, I don't have as much hate for them as I have the Yankees. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm there and I don't know, and maybe at least until we start beating them in the, in the playoffs, I, I just can't stop. I'll cross my fingers, but Josh Donaldson, you know, if this year comes back, I mean, everything's going to be wacky, but moving forward, hopefully it all works out. So yeah, let's talk about this a little bit. The, um, where did this idea for adopt a minor leaguer come from? Yeah. Um, back in November, uh, my father was di- diagnosed with uh, cancer. Um, it was lung cancer and he had um, scans done and it seemed like that was the only thing he had. Um, so he ended up with uh, surgery scheduled in uh, late January. Um, so we were you know, waiting for that. And when his surgery finally happened, everything seemed to go well. Uh, but when they had tested his lymph nodes, they found out that um, the cancer had spread and it was very aggressive. So right around that time, um, <clears throat> life was rough around the house. Um, and I remember I'd been following, uh, um, an Aussie, uh, former twins minor leaguer, Todd Van Steensel, who is now a independent ball player around kind of our parts in Minnesota. And, um, he had been tweeting about like the horror stories of the minor leagues, kind of what they, you know, like little that they got paid and, and everything. And, then I thought, you know what, I, I would like to help him, um, you know, and maybe kind of have something good to feel, you know, have, have something good, you know, to do and get some good feelings back because obviously, you know, times are rough. So I contacted him. Um, he was all for it. I sent him a little bit of money. Um, and at that point, I said, hey, you know, that felt really good. Is there any guys in the, in the Twins minor league system that you, you still know from your, your days with them that maybe need some help? And from there – that one person, uh, Todd Van Cecil, turned into now we have had uh, 392 players uh, sponsored um, So, in about two and a half months. So it's, it's definitely, it blew up, blew up quicker and, and bigger than I ever thought it would. That's incredible, man. That's a, that's a great story. You know, uh, how is your, how's your dad doing now? Um, he's in the middle of his kind of aggressive treatments of uh, chemo and radiation. Um, he'll be done by mid-May, um, and then obviously it'll take about three or four weeks, they say, for them to do any tests to see um, if it worked or not. So we're just we're praying and, and crossing our fingers that everything's going well. Uh, he's a little tired, but, you know, he's doing well. And, you know, we've, we've had um, back before the Twitter shut down our original account um, – and the reason they did that apparently is we changed the birth date on the original account from my birthday to the creation of the company's like birthday, mm-hmm. which was February of this year. And Twitter locked us down for being under 13 years old. And apparently um, they are so busy that 
after what three and a half weeks they still haven't done anything to unlock us which is why we had to make up another twitter account Mm -hmm. so (laughs) um otherwise before before that happened uh we were almost four thousand followers strong and i sent out kind of a um kind of a help with my father and people responded they sent my dad get well cards they sent him um some stuff from uh, max kepler uh, of the twins which is kind of his favorite current guy some like an autograph jersey some some cards even the twins actual twitter site the real twins twitter site send him some stuff and a get well card That's um awesome. and and i was like well i you know and i told everybody his favorite twin currently is kepler because <clears throat> i didn't really want to call on everybody to send Harmon killerbrew stuff because that was my <laughs> that was my dad's original that was his boyhood idol growing up and i'm like well that's that's a hall of fame guy it's a little harder to give up that stuff but i told one guy about it and he sent my dad a Harmon killerbrew ball autograph too so um everybody has been great you know and it's kind of keeping him in, in great spirits so um very much appreciative of everybody and i wish i can get those people back when we get back our original Twitter account, but like I said, don't know if and when that'll ever happen. So it'll come back. Twitter shut me down once. I just sent them like 15 different case studies and they finally were like, Oh, okay, you're right. You're good. So I think you guys will be fine. You'll get it back eventually. It's unfortunate, but I mean, shout out to all those people. Um, and you know, obviously thoughts, prayers, crossing our fingers for your dad as well. I think having all those people be so kind people he's never met before. I think, you know, with, especially what's going on right now in the world, I think having, that energizing uplifting opportunities come from others i think definitely will help him and you know hopefully as you said keep him in high spirits and keep rolling forward so i think that that's fantastic and you also said 300 over 390 different minor leaguers adopt as of recording this won't come out tomorrow to be totally honest with you so it's you know definitely something that i'll make sure this gets out soon but i mean that means you'll be well over 400 by the time this does get released which i think is incredible and how with when you started it as you said it was it was just a little like hey i did something nice and then all of a sudden the world kind of fell into a tailspin and baseball was canceled for or postponed for lack of a better term don't want to say that was a good thing obviously but like how much more press and publicity have you guys gotten because you're offering this opportunity to help people who are essentially getting nothing right now no, you're you're right. It, it's um, the way I uh, I've said it, and then other people's uh, have said it is is basically it was perfect timing of of we had just kind of gotten our our base um, set up, and and we were we had just got a good strong foothold down um, before it all happened. So we were definitely there for the uptick in the players that needed help. But you're right. It it basically because of this. I think like we definitely got a lot more notoriety because let's face it, what else is there in sports right now? Not a lot of stories that we get, you know, we get like sportsillustrated.com that does a story for us, you know, like there's other ones like SB nation, you know, there's uh, local like news channels, there's channels, uh, sports channels across the nation that are contacting us for the stories. And yeah, it definitely uh, caught on fire and, people started to take notice but uh yeah with with the lack i guess of of stories going on it definitely helped us you know get the word out um but you know it's anything like i said any word that we can get out about it is is great and let's get that word out a little bit further man i love it and so how how do you connect the minor leaguers with people that want to sponsor and and i guess 
how how do you go about i know i noticed on the website like you could pick the team which i think is really cool because obviously i'm a big mets fan so i want to help support the mets if there's one team i was going to pick but how do you go about that process and how do you go about the process of actually getting the money and then sending money to the right people in the right places well basically we we first we get in the players that that definitely that are, are in need um and from there um what we originally did was was just because we had such a big fan um following on twitter you just throw it out and say hey i have uh, a mets player that needs you know some help who is interested and in, and in, um helping um, and we kind of get it like that. Now we have the, the, um, we've lost our, our main site, but we do have our website now. So people can kind of sign up as you said, and, and pick the team. Um, so we do that. And then what it is, is then we'll match them up from there. And then what it is, is it's a little different from, um, like a, just like a GoFundMe or anything else where, you know, you don't get to see where your money is going because we set you up one-on-one with a kind of the, the sponsor player relationship you're the one that that talks to the player you 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 ask them what they need and you're the one that sends it so you can definitely see where it all comes where it goes and and what they get so it's it's all like basically once we kind of do the matchmaker game it's all between the player and the fan um and then they develop kind of that one-on-one relationship um, so that's that's the beauty of this organization of, of what we're doing it's not just some, some go fund me that you know it's very just cold hard cash you know you get to talk to you you get to you know see where your money is going and you really get that kind of develop that friendship with this player um and i've definitely seen some of that stuff already um with our our, our sponsors and and our um our players that's awesome and yeah just the opportunity to now develop a relationship with uh you know potential major leaguer down the road has got to be so cool you know for the parents for the kids you know to get them involved in some way shape or form i just think the, the opportunity is so cool and it's so fantastic. And as you said, you know, with some of these major media sites, not having anything else to talk about, they get to pick a great story in what you guys are doing and how you're helping in, in a way in a time that is, you know, obviously we've never seen before. And I think it's great that you, you know, for lack of a better term, you've been able to take advantage of kind of what's going on to help push this idea because, you know, I originally, I'm not going to lie. I originally thought it was created because of this coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was created out of, you know, the backstory that you gave us before by just connecting with someone and just realizing that they needed help. So I think this is definitely something that while now is getting a lot of publicity, but the, the tail on this can be forever because so many minor leaguers, as we're finding out daily, essentially, um, they need a lot of help no matter what the world looks like. Right, right. No, you're, you're right. And that's what I, I try to remind people and even players too. It's like, you know, when, when they would ask, you know, about what we do and I say, Hey, just, just realize this is not just for now. It's, you know, maybe you don't need as much help now because you're living with your parents or whatever, but think about later on when, it, when the season does start, you guys don't make much, you know, and you guys, you know, if you don't find that, uh, that kind of that um, place to stay for free, the, the, um, you know, have yeah, somebody host, yeah. you know, host family. If you can't find the host family, now you're paying rent and you guys don't make much more than that. So, I mean, having this not only helps with financial, but to be honest, I mean, it gives them another, it gives the players kind of another person to talk to another, another person to just kind of have that friendship, you know, and, and, and kind of help them mentally get through kind of the grind of, of the season maybe because they're, you know, away from home. Maybe it's the international players that are away. They're definitely away from home, you know, the, you know, in another country. So, I mean, it just, it, it's not only just the, the money 
but it's also, like I said, me- mental health, you know, it just kind of has that extra person there to back you and, and to really to help you keep you going um, and, and, you know, kind of get you through the grind. Um, so and that's why, you know, we started it in the first place. Um, but like once everything goes back to normal, you know, we're still here, we're still going to be here going strong and, and, you know, wanting to help more, more minor leaguers because let's face the baseball, obviously what, what they have been doing now, they're not going to pay these guys much more later, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I mean, they don't get paid for spring training. They barely get what it was it housing and, and what I call a fourth grader sack lunch. Cause I've seen, I've seen one of the ball players tweet out like back when they were in spring training, what their lunches look like. And I was like, my fourth grader gets, gets that kind of stuff at school. I'm like, that's pretty sad. You're feeding these higher, you know, higher athletes, this kind of stuff. You know, like a go-gurt and a, and a ham and cheese, you know, sandwich that's, uh-huh. you know, for like a cafeteria kind of thing. So, and then once they start playing, it's, it's seven to 11 grand for what, six months. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, there's people that work the fast food places that you're going to make more than that. So it's just, I don't know. I, I think some people, even me before I started this, were, were just kind of naive to what these guys make. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's something that, as we have been seeing a lot of it recently, there's still a lot more that can come out and a lot more that can come of it. Uh, I think, you know, if the plan to shut down most of the minor leagues is going to happen, that kind of sucks for baseball, I think, but also just for these guys that have been playing and they really didn't get any real opportunity or real shot, which really stinks. But I think it's just, it's very important to understand that yeah, seven to 11 grand over six months, not even two grand a month at the high end is pretty damn low. Um, now, of course, the problem is we see the, well, Mike Trout just signed a $450 million deal. Bryce Harper signed a three. That's what we see and that's what we point to. We don't realize that there's a lot of guys in single A that really are never even going to sniff the major leagues, but they're still there. They're still putting in the work and they're helping out all the other players. They're part of the system. They're a part of the program. And yes, they don't deserve $425 million, but they definitely deserve more than seven grand over six months. That's insane. Right. Right. Exactly. And then you think about it this way, what are they going to do with the other six months? They're supposed to be, you know, training and, and, and keeping their bodies, you know, finely tuned and, and, and healthy and stuff. But now they, they've got to probably bust their butts and work, you know, jobs as hard as they can to save that money. So then they have something for the six months that they're playing, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's like, where, where it's no wonder that some guys just, they give up because, you know, it's just, they can't afford to stick with it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Hey, are they all going to make it if they stuck with it? No. But is there going to be a guy or two that, that quit maybe too prematurely that would have made it to the majors if they just could have been paid enough to just be comfortable? You know, there, there might be those kind of guys. So you just, you never know, um, which is like I said, why we're here. And you know what? If none of them make it, that's, that's not what we care about. We just care about helping them, you know, kind of take some of the load off while they chase their dream. Exactly. Right. Like I wish I could have played major league. I wish I could have got paid any amount of money to play baseball, but it's not as fancy as it looks like, you know, on the Mets broadcast every night when I do watch it um, or when I used to watch it every night, how many, how many minor leaguers do you have in the system? And I guess, how do you find more? At this point, so, you know, we've got the 392 that we're, we're sponsoring. There's a couple extra that we've helped in, in, in different ways, um, kind of doing some fundraising. Like I said, before the old account went down, we, we kind of would do some spot, um, you know, fundraisers for guys that really needed help right then and there. Um, 
but uh, at this point, the way um, word of mouth is kind of how we get more players. Unfortunately, because these guys are all spread out, um, the word of mouth kind of has slowed um, a bit. Um, especially also because you know these guys are all we're all quarantining, we're not really seeing each other. Um, so what I've been doing now is just I've been going on Twitter and and I've been kind of looking people up, adding them, and just kind of like, you know, my, my ad is kind of like that pop saying, hey, I'm here, you know, check us out, and, you know, if you need some help, you know, just look us up and, and that kind of stuff, or I'll just, you know, tweet out a guy, say, hey, you need some help, you know, if not, cool, that's that's great. Uh, if you know anybody, you know, send them our way. Uh, so at this point, you know, I, I, I still think, like I said, word of mouth is, is kind of how we, we started, and, and it's kind of how we keep going. That is awesome, man. I just think it's such a cool idea how you've been able to start, you know, you can create something like this, just helping people and helping, you know, your favorite sport along the way, I think is pretty great. And so exactly. with, with that, I guess how, you know, as you said, you kind of hook the athletes up with the sponsors. Yep. How do you, it's probably very difficult for the athletes to ask for actually what they need. How do oh. you help them in that regard? Just to be like, Hey, like, you can ask for more than two bottles of water. Like you can ask for money. You can like, how do you like coach them for lack of a better term on that aspect of it? Well, you know, I just, I just try to tell them like, listen, I'm like, I, you know, I, I, we, I get it where we all have, you know, pride that kind of gets in the way. I said, but don't let pride get in the way of, of the help that you need. Um, because these people are signing up because they want to help. Obviously it's not a, a, a huge factor, you know, because you may need this or this because that's why they signed up is because they want to help. And I think most people now realize that, you know, especially with what's going on, that most of these guys now are going to need more of the gift cards and money versus maybe the care packages that, you know, we were kind of pushing more beforehand. Uh, but at this point, you know, just like, hey, just be honest, because if you're honest, you'll get what you need. If you're not honest, I mean, they're wasting money for stuff that you don't want anyway. So, mm. you know, it's just kind of a, you know, just let the pride set it aside, you know, and, and that's the best as I can, I can do when I talk to them. Otherwise, you know, it's just kind of up to them just kind of <laughs> to relax and just mm. kind of chit chat with them and maybe let their guard down a little bit before, you know, we, they start talking about what they need. Yeah. And, and again, they understand it's, you, you put them together because the sponsor understands they're giving and the athlete understands they're getting, but it is probably very nice to have that kind of rapport building. As you said, it's not just cold card, not just cold hard cash as if it was GoFundMe, which I'm all for GoFundMe too. Don't get me wrong, but I think right. this way is really personal. And, it, and again, it allows for that relationship because if you start helping out a single a double a minor leaguer and a couple years later, you still have that relationship and they're all of a sudden in the big leagues. I mean, how, again, just think of the kids and the, the parents, someone like myself, like anybody, how freaking cool is that relationship? And, and I mean, I don't know, was that, was that kind of the way you, you thought about it going into it to try it rather than you take the money and give it, you're like, Hey, let's just pair people up together. Yeah. Because it, that was, that was the biggest thing. And like, even early, early on, um, I had a couple guys that, that, you know, like right in the beginning we're like, yeah, we'd like to work with you. And then they're like, well, do you mind if I take the lead? And when, when they said that, I thought they were talking about like, Oh, because one was a minor leaguer. One was a guy who's playing over in Japan. Um, I figured that, Oh, it's because maybe they know like bigger sponsor type, whatever companies that that's what they no, They wanted to, to jump in and take over because they wanted to just make it about a GoFundMe and donating cash and then kind of taking the fans out of it. And I'm like, and, and I had to break apart from these guys. Cause I'm gonna listen, this is the, this is exactly why people 
are, are wanting to do this and why this is catching on fire. I'm like, because this isn't just, I mean, GoFundMes are great, but this isn't just somebody asking for money. This is, this is great because there's, there's, there's something else to it. You get to see where your money goes. You get to kind of form that bond. Now is everybody going to, to, to have this best buddy bond relationship? No, but I mean, it, it's more often than not, it happens and it's, and it's really nice. Plus, you know what, if you don't get the friendship, you don't get the bond, you at least know that you're helping somebody and you have that kind of, um, that, that good that you feel from helping others, you know? So it's just, like I said, it's, it's really been all about that special one-on-one relationship. Um, so now we're also moving to towards, we're almost done becoming a nonprofit uh, because we've got some other stuff, you know, later on that we want to work on, like having a, a player fund where, you know, people who can't do a full sponsorship can donate to that. And then we use that to go help, you know, maybe the special cases. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, one of the things we did is we had a player whose house was damaged in a tornado um, like a month and a half ago when, like I said, when our original Twitter account was, was alive and well. Um, and we quickly, within two days, raised $1,000 and sent it over to him to help him with that because his, his fiance, who they were supposed to get married later this year. His fiance is a teacher who wasn't working. He's a ball player that's not working. Their house is damaged in a tornado, you know, and they, they need some help. And so that kind of stuff is beyond the one-on-one relationships of sponsorship is something we're looking towards doing. That's incredible. That is such an incredible story, man. I, again, I'm so grateful I got the opportunity. I just reached out to you on Twitter. As you're reaching out to all these athletes, I just reached out to you. I said, hey, man, can I help? Um, you know, so hopefully right. this, is, this is a little way that I can do that. Yeah, no, for sure. I that's I appreciate it, and that's kind of what I. I mean, that's kind of what you got to do on Twitter. Sometimes it's just you know you're not always going to reach everybody. So hey, reach out to them, you know, and like directly instead of hoping that somebody sees you. You just kind of you know, hey, I shoot my shot every once in a while towards the big guys, the big famous people. Say hey, you know, check us out, see what we're doing. If you want to help, let us know. I mean, obviously that's a little harder to do, but you never know. Like I said, it's it's what's the saying is you're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So. Why not, right? Hey, man, if the if the uh, if the DMs are open, exactly get in there. Um, exactly so with um with with the you know when I so I work in biz uh, sponsorships and partnerships with athletes as well, but I always I'm coming from the business aspect. Do you guys have businesses sponsor some of these athletes almost like in in return for an exchange of goods across like social media and and things of that nature? Have you seen any of those types of relationships build? No, not yet. Um, the closest thing we had is we did have like a, a reporter, kind of a freelance reporter who wanted to do, um, he wanted to um, sponsor a guy. And then in the, the kind of the, the terms of the sponsorship, it's just being able to, to interview him every once in a while. So he can do a story on like how the minor leagues went. Obviously now that didn't really go well because of what happened, but you know, he's still sponsoring, which is great. Um, but nothing of that yet. We do um, have somebody we're working with now. They're called signature signature for soldiers. Um, and we just talked to them. So they're going to sponsor any player um, who has a military kind of um, background, either with themselves or with family. Um, but since obviously our player um, list has slowed down, we haven't found anybody yet, but uh, otherwise that we haven't done anything of that type yet. We're a mm-hmm. business sponsor for, you know, whatever, like saying, you know, good things about them or whatever. So mm. yeah, but just we, kinda, yeah, just kind of curious. 
Yeah, and, and, and one of those things is I always try to talk to the players first and make sure they're comfortable, you know, with that before I even, you know, we, before we even set them up. He's like, if there's a stipulation, I always want to make sure I talk to the players first because, you know, it's all about them and about how comfortable they are. Uh, there are players that, you know, who definitely want to remain, you know, anonymous, you know, that they're part of the program because, you know, like you said, pride. Mm-hmm. So, so we definitely um, keep them anonymous unless, you know, these players want to tweet out, which one of them just recently did. Um, so uh, let me look it up real quick. But we just had a, a player um, kind of do a shout out to his, his sponsors um, for a birthday kind of care package. Um, so uh, forgive me for a second here. It is, um, let's see. Connor Perry. So Connor Perry, I believe is from the Tigers organization. Um, but he, yeah, just tweeted out. Um, I didn't see. Yep. Yep. From the Tigers organization. So he just tweeted out, um, about getting a birthday care package. Um, so yeah, I mean, those guys who are comfortable with tweeting out and, and letting people know that they are part of the program is fine. If they want to stay anonymous there, that's fine too. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. It's all about the players. It's how you can help them and what you can do. So they have to feel comfortable with the whole situation, which I think is very important. How how many, like, what's the percentage of players that are located here in the States versus, you know, guys from, you know, some of the Dominican countries, some of the, you know, the the Asian countries as well? How how have you seen, like, the layout, I guess, or, or um, the, 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 the geographics work? Well, with the geographics, it, it's at this point, we're, I guess, about 85% American. Um, and then we've got some Canadian, but, and then the rest are Latin American. Um, but it, it's, I think it's just more about the language barrier. I think some aren't just comfortable, um, you know, getting involved just because I think they feel like they're, if they don't speak uh, very, you know, English very well, that they just, they, they're very uncomfortable with it. But one of my two partners um, that I have, um, got on her name is mariana guzman and she's actually from venezuela she's a twins fan and she actually you know wrote a little bit of uh in the twins daily blog um and she's in north carolina but she's kind of our um, latin american liaison and she actually helps with the language barrier she actually does a lot of work between latin ball players and the sponsors that they have to kind of you know bridge that language gap so uh we're definitely wanting to help a lot more uh more of the uh, Latin ball players, especially, man, um, we do have the resources for that. We just need more word of mouth between them. Mm-hmm. So, so I was, yeah. So, I mean, we definitely don't discriminate. We don't, um, we, we want to accept all ball players and, and we definitely have the resources for it. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a good person. I didn't think you were discriminating. I was just kind of curious how all that laid out. So you're, no. you're good, man. You're perfect. Hey, no, it's, you're it's, it's all good. It's, it's like I said, it's just harder. I think at this point to, to, you know, really get it, uh, a hold of them um, mm-hmm. right now, especially with them, a lot of them being back in their countries um, with Venezuela and, and like Puerto Rico and, and uh, the Dominican um, and then even Mexico. So, but we're, we're definitely doing the best we can and we're trying to reach out to as many as we can. And let's keep it rocking and rolling. And I guess the la- one of the last questions I have for you, because uh, you've answered so many of them and I really appreciate it, is what do you guys, how, you said you're kind of on your way to becoming a nonprofit or not becoming a nonprofit. Like how, how much do you guys make in this whole process? Because like it's incredible, <laughs> but if you're not making any money, then this thing can't survive. So I, I think you have to make something somewhere along the way, right? <laughs> 
Well, at this point, no, we haven't made anything. Um, it's two and a half months. We we're, But, you know, when I first started this, you know, that's not what was even on my mind. And even now it's, you know, it would be nice to, to make something. Um, and we're working, like I said, towards becoming that nonprofit where it's paperwork that needs to just kind of be completed, which in a couple of weeks. Um, otherwise, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll start doing that. But I mean, at this point, the focus is still on the players, um, you know, and then and if we can get reimbursed, you know, later on with a little something, because I know that I put in, even when I was working in my, my waiter job before I got put on hold last month, um, I was spending eight, nine hours a day working on this at home, mm-hmm. you know, day even like after work and that's basically all i did was work and then come on here and 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 work on twitter and and really build this so i guess the silver lining uh to all of you know not being able to work was hey i got more time to to build this and and to make this into that nonprofit. so so very soon um and we're also um we have just very a lot of different ways we're going to be trying to raise money for these guys we're having a memorabilia auction slash raffle maybe at the end of next month we're still kind of collecting a lot of memorabilia and stuff um so we do that and then we're going to auction it off raffle it off we even got a hold of um thomas uh i think it's thomas nichols um and he's the kid from uh rookie of the year um he actually sent us a a, a one of those uh is a baseball card of henry rowan gardner and he he autographed it with pitcher's got a big butt (laughs) so um that's one of the things that's going to be in our raffle so it's it was very cool. So we're uh, we're looking forward to doing that to raise some more money. To like I said, have that have that extra money aside for those special cases that really need it. That's incredible. And now, where can where can everyone find you? What's your current Twitter? What's your former Twitter? And what's the website? All right. So the the current Twitter is from Adopt. Uh, the old Twitter, um, hopefully, should be back within a week or two. Maybe I won't hold my breath. Is Adopt MILB Player. And then our website is www.adoptaminorleaguer.com. Um, on there, you can maybe support us by ordering some um, shirts that we just uh, got started getting um, out. We have been partial part of the proceeds go to the players. We have uh, sign-up sheets on there for people who want to sponsor. Um, we also have on there, or we will have on there um, soon, a place where if you want to just donate. Um, like a little bit towards the player fund. We'll have that up and running, I think, in the next couple of days. So, uh, yep. So go ahead and check us out on that. That is fantastic. And I'll make sure to get the uh, links from you for all of that. So everything will be in the show notes. But, Mike, this is absolutely fantastic. Michael Rivers from Adopt a Minor Leaguer. Love the idea. Love the mission. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for having us on. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode with Michael Rivers. As I said, super interesting story. Great, great guy, obviously. And really just getting the idea out there and how he can help other people, I think, is the most important. And he chose minor league baseball, and I respect the heck out of that. So please make sure to follow Michael and adopt a minor leaguer on all of their socials. Everything is in the show notes. Please also make sure to give us a five-star review wherever you're listening. It would be super helpful in getting more people to hear stories like this one from Michael. So I really appreciate your time. It's the only thing we don't get more of. So thank you for giving me some of yours, and I hope you make it a wonderful day. Yes.